Welcome to The Big Bloom. My name is Juditha and this podcast is a space where I am going to be bridging the gap between who I am and who I want to be and I'm just taking y'all along for the ride because I know that we can all use some tips in this journey we call life because the goal here is to live our dreams so we're not just dreaming our life. Welcome back to The Big Bloom, episode 14. We made it another week, you guys, and I'm on time. (laughs) So today, I thought it would be a good idea to talk about like more like my life experiences that I feel like have taught me the most so far. So I came up with five lessons that I feel like I could share with you guys about, you know, what I went through. Um, that I feel like really changed who I was at the time for the better. So let's get right into it. Okay, so the first lesson that I've learned that I want to share is being able to tell the difference between my ego and my spirit. And what I mean by that is your ego is that part of you that wants to be right. It's that part of you that feels like there's something to prove. It's that part of you that you know, gets angry when somebody has the upper hand. It's that part of you that doesn't want to apologize, even though you know you were wrong. Like that's your ego. And then your spirit is that part of you that doesn't feel the need to explain anything, doesn't feel the need to to say, um, you know, I was right and you were wrong. Your spirit is just that part of you who understands that you and I, there's no difference between you and I. It's just that you are going to experience life in a way that you see it and I'm going to experience life in a way that I see it. And your spirit understands that where your ego might see it more of like a competition. I feel like this lesson came up for me a lot more um, when I was in college and in a relationship. We went through a point in time where we would bicker a lot. Like we would bicker about the smallest things and it was so annoying because like Looking back now, like I can't even remember what any of it was about. And even in the moment, I just knew it was the smallest things. But because I had my ego and he had his ego, like nobody was willing to say, like, this argument is stupid. Like, why are we doing this? So that's, I feel like that played a big, 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 big part in the little arguments we had. It's just your ego, right? And your ego, most of the time, it's that part of you that like, even when you feel like you're wrong in the argument, like you will not say you're wrong. You will you will find a way, like any sentence that they say, you're going to choose the one sentence that you know that you can run away with and you're going to only respond to that. Like that's your ego coming up. And now like I know the difference now and I know how it feels because there's times now where like, you know, I still get a little annoyed or irritated, but I have learned now that it's just better to be silent than it is to like express the, you know, the anger that I might have because I know in a minute I'm not going to feel that way anymore. It's just how I feel right now. So being able to tell the difference between like, am I responding because I truly feel like I have a response to give or am I responding because I don't want to be wrong or, you know, this motherfucker does not know who he's talking to. <laughs> like, because that's that's my ego. Like, it's that part of me that makes me feel like, listen, I'm in charge. Let me put you back in your place. So it's easier now for me to just be like, you know what, is it worth it or or is it not? Like, do you want to be happy or do you want to be right? Like when you can start to see that 
you can actually control how the argument goes. Um, and this isn't isn't just for relationships, you know, this is just for life in general. Like, how do you treat your friends? How do you how do you get along with your family? Right? There's a part of you that probably is very egoic towards them, right? And then there's that spirit side of you who's understanding, who, you know, gives them grace when they mess up. So knowing the difference between those two parts of yourself and leaning more into the spirit side of you because that side of you is always going to feel more comfortable. It's always going to feel at home when you're in that state, right? Because that's your natural way of being. Happiness, joy, gratitude, like those things bring you closer to the energy that's always around you, to your spirit guides, to God, right? So when you're embodying that energy, when you're in your spirit, you respond differently, you think differently, your perspective is different, right? And you're even able to see their perspective better, so that's the first thing. One last thing. And once you get past your ego, you're going to have moments where things that used to trigger you don't trigger you anymore. And it's going to feel so liberating. Like I have these moments all the time and I'm just like, stay calm, Judy. You don't even have to respond. Like just in life situations in general, like it's all right. Just be calm. Like you're not going to react how you used to. And every time I'm able to not react how I think I would used to, like I feel so good about myself and I just know that I'm one step closer to being the person that I want to be because ultimately the ultimate place that I want to be is I want to be able to be in any situation and not be affected by it. Like I want to be able to handle what comes my way without letting my emotions get the best of me. Another big lesson that I've learned so far is the difference between being money driven and being purpose driven. And I want to say, first of all, there's nothing wrong with being either of these things. Like not, not what I'm trying to say is one thing isn't better than the next thing. So if you find yourself being money driven, I think what really matters is figuring out why are you money driven? What is it? Is it because you have a lack mindset? Is it because you have a scarcity mindset? Like what is making you be so driven by money that you're willing to neglect your purpose, right? So being purpose-driven is when you are actually following your desires, like you're following what makes you feel purposeful. It's, yes, the money is important. Like we're not going to forget that the money is important. But when you are purpose-driven, you realize that there is nothing stopping you from making money from the thing that you love to do or making money from something that brings you joy or making money from serving, you know, other people. There is always a way for you to make money that is in alignment with your deepest desires, right? But we grew up in this society that tells us, graduate high school, go to college, get this nine to five job, rely on your stable paycheck, and that's life. And some people are okay with that. And there's nothing wrong with that. There's nothing wrong with a stable paycheck. But most of us are not going to get rich from a, sta from a stable paycheck. Like you need to be, you need to be willing to put in more. You need to be willing to be ambitious, so when you're purpose-driven, you realize that I love doing this thing. And then you also have the mindset to figure out how can I make a living from this thing? Like, how can I make a life doing this thing? Because life is supposed to feel good. We are programmed to think life needs to be hard. Life needs to be a struggle. To make it to the top, you have to hustle, hustle, hustle. And depending on your perspective, that may or may not be true for you. For me, the way I want to get to a million dollars does not involve me hustling every day, does not involve me losing sleep, does not involve me. like It just doesn't involve anything that I feel like I don't want to do. And that's just the life that I'm choosing to, to build. That's just the way I'm choosing to go about it. 
you can choose to go about it any way that you want to. But if you are choosing the struggle over the path of least resistance, which by the way is always available to you, there's always going to be a path that you can take that has less resistance. But we don't see it because you're not dialed into the right channel. You're not dialed into the God frequency. You're not tuned in to your inner being to be led to that path of least resistance. You're too focused on making money now. And sometimes when you're too focused on making money now, the decisions you make from that place doesn't serve you in the long run. And here's a good example, right? For me, when I started, like I've had a few business ideas that I've tried, right? Because right after high school, I pretty much decided I do not want to work a nine to five, whatever. I'll keep one for now though. So I started to think of things I can do besides the clothing business I started with my best friend, Homebody Apparel. There were other things that I wanted to because when you're money driven, you want money now. And the clothing business loved it, loved the idea, but I knew that it was going to take us some time to get it off the ground and actually start making the kind of money that I wanted right now. So I decided to like look into drop shipping and I was like, okay, I could do this. I don't even have to hold the product. Like all I have to do is set up a website, set up this and advertising, blah, blah, blah. I was like, it sounds simple enough. And that's what I did. I set up a website. I paid someone to teach me more about it. I um, I got an Instagram together, like it was going to be a drop shipping store for like garden supplies and stuff like that. And I was like, okay, I can see myself doing this, right? So as the process began and I started to like have to do certain things to make the money, I realized like, oh, like I really just, I don't want to do this. I don't want to do that. Like I had to deal with Facebook ads. And at that time I was just like, I don't want to do this. I don't understand this. And for me, once I started hitting those obstacles, because I didn't love that thing, because I didn't love dropshipping, I was just like, yeah, I'm gonna let it go. And it was easy for me to let it go because it was not driven by my purpose. Like I didn't, I didn't have like a hold onto it. Like this is it. Like this is going to take me to success. To me, it was just like, let's see if I can make money with this thing. But there was no real commitment. You know, there was no real drive besides, I think I can make money from this real quick. And then that turned out to not be true, right? And this is the case a lot of the times. A lot of us will start a business, we'll have an idea, and it's driven by money. Again, nothing wrong with that because if it works, it works. But if you're only being driven by money when shit hits the fan, when it's hard, when it's not working out, what are you going to cling to? Like, There's going to be nothing that makes you want to stay here. In your mind, you're just going to be like, time for the next money-making opportunity and that's like the difference between a rich mindset and a poor mindset because the poor mindset has like shiny object syndrome. Like whatever works, you're like, let me go to it. Let me go to it. But a rich mindset knows that you have to, it takes time. It takes, it does take some effort. It takes a commitment. Like you have to declare that I'm going to do this thing and I'm going to do it until it works and then it will work. But you also have to have ties to it emotionally, right? Or spiritually. There has to be something tying you to that thing or else it will be easy to give up. The third thing that I feel is a very like an invaluable lesson is you have to be willing to fail. And this is something that I'm still getting used to because I, I'll come on here and I'll tell you guys this. But I swear I'll be like stuck in fear myself and that's just that's just what it means to be human like we can know better but it just takes us some time to do better so give yourself like grace have patience you will know better maybe for months 
before you actually start to do better. And, and that's okay as long as you grow, though. You know, don't, don't put it off for too long. But, yeah, you have to be comfortable with failing. For me, what makes this easier is I'm just reframing my thoughts towards failing, like, altogether. When I think of failing, I just want to think of, damn, I learned a lot from this. So let's let me get the lessons, whatever it is that I needed to get from this situation. Let me just get it because obviously that's what this situation was here for. So you just have to choose to change your perspective and don't see it as I tried something, I failed, I give up. Like, no, you have to say I tried something, it didn't work out, but I learned all these things and I'm ready to try it again or I'm ready to try something else. I'm ready to take these lessons into the next part of whatever it is I choose to do. And that's how I choose to look at like failing or making a mistake. Like in my head, something, another thing that I've been doing lately is when I start to feel like fear or I start to feel like embarrassment or I don't know, I feel like if you're a content creator, you can relate to this. When you're posting content, sometimes you feel shy about it or you feel like, I don't know, like, oh my God, people are going to see this. And I still get those feelings sometimes. But now when they come up, I tell myself, I'm like, you, you only feel this way because of the thoughts you're having. If you don't have thoughts about it, you will not feel this way about it. And I just stop the thoughts. All the thoughts that are telling me, da-da-da, who do you think you are? What are you doing? How does this look? Do you look fine? Are you talking? Like, all those thoughts, I just tell myself, though that's the reason why you feel this way. It's not because the situation itself is making you feel this way. It's the thoughts that you're having about it. And I bring that, I bring that awareness into myself, and I'm like... You're right, Judy. Let me just chill. Let me stop thinking those thoughts because if you don't have thoughts about it, you won't feel embarrassed about it. You won't feel fair about it. You'll just be like, here's me posting or here's me trying this new thing. Like, You just won't care. It's, it's your thoughts about it that make you feel like, oh my God, what the hell? <laughs> so when it comes to failing, you have to be okay with whatever result you get, whether it's a lesson or a blessing. It was meant for you. It was meant to happen that way. And the more you start to see it that way, the more you start to look at your life, everything that you've been through, and you say, I made a mistake there, but look at what I learned. I made a mistake here, but look at what I learned. And as you start to accumulate those lessons, the person you become as a result is going to be the person that God was trying to make you to be in the first place. You just have to open your eyes and see that. Okay, so the fourth thing that I learned that was very valuable is that my beliefs hold so much power. Like what I believe about myself, what I believe about my environment, what I believe about the people around me has so much power because I'm going to create the story of my life based off of what I believe. If I believe I can do this, if I believe I can start that business, if I believe I can have that successful relationship, then I will have it. The possibility will be endless for me. And that's what my brain will search for. But if I believe that everything bad always happens to me, I have no good luck, like I, I have the suckiest relationships, like I can't start a business to save my life, like if I see myself as that person, that's the person I'm going to show up as every day. And this has to be one of the most invaluable lessons ever, like whatever you believe about yourself, it's true, okay? Whatever you believe you can and can't do, it's true. I use this example all the time, but when I graduated from high school, like I was pretty independent. Like I was really independent. I feel like since my senior year of high school, right? Um, because my mom trusted me. I made good grades, so I didn't really have, you know, a very strict household. So after high school, when I decided to go to college, like I made that decision on my own. I don't even really remember ever going to my mom and like 
asking her for anything because I knew like this is a process that she she had never she didn't go to college so she didn't know the process either right but I knew that or I believe that the next step for me after high school is obviously college I feel like that's what that's what was expected of me so I went to college because that's what I believed right I believed the next step was to be a college student I went through college I decided on my major because I believed it would work for me <laughs> because I believed like I could see myself doing it. I'm like, I could totally see myself in public relations, like representing people, making sure that their image looks good. I could see that for myself. So I was like, sure, let's do it. I believed it would be, you know, a good opportunity for me. So I went through college towards the end of college. Now it's time to get internships, you know, to really like see how I operate in this field. I get the internships. I got two internships. And just from working both of those internships, I immediately figured out that this is not the life for me. Like, I do not want to work for somebody else. I want to be able to tell somebody no, right? Because that's exactly what I did in my internship. Like, I told her no. And, like, that was the last day I ever worked there. And it's because, like, this this is who I am. Like, I feel like I was born to be somebody that leads. I, I was not born to follow people. And because of that, I was like, okay, now that I have this new set of beliefs where I'm like, definitely not working a nine to five for the rest of my life. It's not for me. What am I going to do? So I started to cultivate new beliefs. I was like, you know what? I could start a business. I could do this. I could make my own money. I don't have to work for anybody else. I can figure something out. I can figure something else out. And I can do it. And I was crazy enough to believe that I could do it up until this point where I finally have done it. <laughs> and I think that's the thing with any rich person, like any rich or famous person, they were crazy enough to believe that they could do it. Like even in the moment when they looked around, like a lot of people, if you read the biographies of really famous people or really rich people, successful people, you will see that a lot of the time they came from environments that you would think would not make them out to be the person that, that they became, right? But it's because they had a belief. They had a belief that, you know, I could do it regardless of what reality reality looks like right now, regardless to how poor I feel or how, you know, poor I actually am when I look at my bank account. If I decide and believe that I can do this thing, then I will. When you start to build your belief, like, and you make sure it's unwavering, you will be surprised by how the universe will literally move mountains for you guys. I've seen it. Like I've been doing this thing where once a week I'm choosing one thing that I want to manifest, like one thing that I'm choosing to just believe in, like wholeheartedly, right? And this literally happened to me last week. I told myself I was going to get a phone call or no, I was going to have a phone call with a new client Monday at 1 p.m. Like I was just very specific. I was like, it's going to be a new client um, and it's going to be at 1 p.m. And that's what I said. It's going to be somebody who needs coaching. Right. And at like a little bit before 1 p.m. around 1250 something, my sister texted me and she was like, hey, can I have a life coaching session, a free life coaching session? I'm not feeling like I want to talk or something like that, she said. And she happened to call me exactly at 1 p.m. on that same Monday when I said I would be speaking with a client or I would be speaking with somebody who needs help. Like, I manifested that down to the minute, right? And even though it didn't happen exactly like I thought it would, like I thought it would be somebody I didn't know, right? But she said something, my sister said something very like important on that phone call. She said, things might not happen you know, exactly as you expect them to, but they always happen how they need to, right? So 
in my head, I took that as you're right. Like that's so true because even though I was expecting to speak, be speaking with a new client by Monday at 1 p.m., I was speaking with technically someone new Monday at 1 p.m. It just so happened to be my sister and she in that moment really needed to talk to me. And just that conversation I had with her, like it was transformative for me, even though she was the one who called for advice. I got so much from it too, you know, and I made sure I told her that um, because that's just, that's just how the universe works. Like sometimes what you ask for, you will get it, but not in the way or in the form or in the person that you thought it would come in. And you have to be okay with that. You have to look at that and say, of course it happened how it was, how it was supposed to. Like if you choose to find something valuable from every experience, then you will get it. Another example of me, like focusing my belief and just like, and when I say focusing, I mean, like I tell myself this thing that I want is already done. Like I'm not going to have any thoughts that contradict the fact that this is done. And then I start in my head imagining what I would do if it was already done. Like I imagine myself already on a call with somebody at 1 p.m. for that instance. Now in the second example I want to give you is um, it was the day before and I, and I was actually, let me rewind. So right now on Instagram, I'm promoting a seven day identity shift challenge because I feel like this is something I'm really, really, really going through right now. Like I am very adamant about becoming the person that I want to be like having the courage, the confidence, like, you know, being fearless, feeling limitless. Like I want to be that woman most of the time. Right. So I decided to do this seven day. I was calling it the rebrand and reinvent yourself challenge. Um, but essentially it's just me wanting to have an identity shift and I'm taking you guys along the way with me. Right. So I started to manifest having girls sign up for this, right? So every night before I go to bed, I'm telling myself, whatever I post tomorrow, it's going to get me clients or it's going to get me um, people that are signing up for this challenge. Like I'm going to have X amount of people sign up. And literally it happened. Like the next day, I just felt like, you know what, let me get on my story and let me tell people about it because, and I never really, you know, do stories where I just speak directly to the camera. That's another thing. It's like, I'm not comfortable with it, but see, that's me stepping out of my comfort zone. And because I stepped out of my comfort zone, I got two girls who reached out to me and they were like, Hey, I want to be, I want to be a part of the challenge. I'm lying. I'm sorry. It was three girls. I got three girls. Right. And that's because I had the, the unwavering belief that whatever I post tomorrow it's going to get me clients. It's going to get me people signing up. It's going to get, you know, girls in that want to make the same shift that I'm making. So I just believed in that. And any thought that contradicted that, I didn't entertain it, right? So this is how powerful your beliefs are. And this is what I mean by the universe wants to give you what you want. It wants you. God wants to bless you, but you need to be on that frequency. You need to be in the, in the belief that you deserve it and that you can have it. Something that I like to say now is that God, like God is going to do his part. He's always going to do his part. The universe is always going to do its part. It's going to move mountains for you, but you have to be willing to do yours. And yours is very simple. All you have to do is believe. All you have to do is persist. All you have to do is be resilient. All you have to do is step out of your comfort zone. It's like these things are easy to do when you're speaking them out loud, but the actual action of them, they make us feel small and timid, right? But all you have to do is your part. If you hold up your side of the bargain, you will get everything that you want. Like 
you are the only thing holding back the blessings that you've been asking for. It's just you. It's just you not taking the risk. You're asking for opportunities, but at the same time, you're not going out there to go find them. You're not going out there where the opportunities are. You're asking for a loving relationship, but are you entertaining people who aren't giving you what you're asking for? Like, are you letting people stay in your space longer than they deserve to be? That's you not doing your part. Like, you can't be asking and praying and telling God, this is what I want but you're not doing your part. Like that's, that's an imbalanced relationship. It's not going to work. The last thing I'm going to say about belief is that what sucks about being human sometimes is that unfortunately we are willing to believe all the bad stuff easier than we are willing to believe all the good stuff. And what I mean by that is let's say you think about doing something. It's something new. It's something you've never done before your mind immediately is going to start telling you all the reasons why it might not work. And you are going to entertain them, okay? I learned something that when you entertain a thought for 17 seconds, whether it's positive or negative, the next thought is going to be the same vibration of that thought. So if you entertain a negative thought for 17 seconds, another negative thought is going to come and another one and another one, and it just builds, right? And the same thing with positive, right? So when you are doing something new, and the doubts and, you know, the self-doubt, the fear, the imposter syndrome, like, starts coming up, you have to tell yourself that it's just as likely that it can go well. It's just as likely that this can go just as you imagine it or better. It's just as likely that you can win at this thing. It's just as likely that you can do an amazing job. Like, you winning is just as likely as you possibly losing. But we are willing to entertain the losing side. We are willing to go down that route more. And then that's why a lot of us stay stuck. That's why a lot of us don't put ourselves out there because we choose to entertain the thoughts that are not serving us, not the thoughts that are telling you, but you could do it. It could work out. Like, but what if it does? What if it turns out better? Like, these are the thoughts you need to be thinking when you want to step out of your comfort zone or when you're trying to create a life that's different than the one that you have now. Because I promise you, if you look around, everything that is in your reality right now is a result of your thoughts. It's a result of your vibration. It's a result of your mindset. So if you want anything to change, change your thoughts. Once you change your thoughts, you will change your beliefs. And like I told you already, once you have certain beliefs, you will be limitless. Like you, nothing will be able to stop you once you figure out how powerful it is to believe in certain things, things that serve you, and how how much it uh, it will benefit you in the long run to stop entertaining negative thoughts. You know, thoughts that aren't adding to who you are as a person, thoughts that aren't helping you to change your life. Slowly but surely, you just have to give yourself patience because it's gonna take a while. Or it could take, like, I don't want to put a time limit on your growth, but just be patient when it comes to developing that, you know, that belief that's unwavering, that I can't have anything I want. Like, you just have to tell yourself this every day until it becomes your lifestyle, until that's all you see, until your reality doesn't even have to change for you to change the way that you look at it. 
So you can still be in the same environment, but because you change your mindset, you change your perspective, it looks completely different. Like you used to think that this environment was dark and it kept you down and the people around you was the problem. But then you, when you change your perspective to actually, there's a lot I can learn from this environment. Actually, there's a lot I can learn from these people like, you know, who I don't want to be. Actually, there's things that I can do while I'm still here. And your environment doesn't even have to change for it to seem like it changed. Like, I hope that makes sense. It's just, it's a mental thing. Like if you change mentally, what you see, what you perceive on the outside will be different. And then law of attraction, automatically your reality will start to change to vibrate at the level that you are now at. So things will start to fall away. The friends you used to have will fall away. Maybe the house you used to have, you won't be able to live there anymore because it's time to upgrade to something else. You know, Maybe the job, the job isn't fitting who you are now anymore. So those are the things um, to keep in mind. And this actually leads me into my last and final um, point or you know, the most valuable thing that I feel like I've also learned is to make decisions from the point of view of the person you want to be. And this goes hand in hand with the seven day challenge I'm doing on Instagram. Make sure you go to my Instagram and sign up for it. I'm gonna leave my Instagram in the show notes and you know any information that you need to join it. But all you have to do is DM me on Instagram and let me know you wanna join the challenge. And it's gonna be starting sometime in November. It's 100% free. You'll get accountability. You'll have a community of women who are also wanting to grow like this is your opportunity to transform into that woman that you want to be do not wait until january okay you do not have to wait until the new year but yes start making decisions from the woman that you want to be or from the person that you want to be from the man that you want to be you cannot expect to grow if you are going to still use the mindset of this person here like i love her you know she's lovely i love who i am now you know however there's still pieces and parts of me that, you know, feel like an imposter sometimes. There's still parts of me that, you know, I, I feel a little afraid to post sometimes. I feel a little afraid to just put myself out there. You know, there's other things that I want to do um, in just in the community around me, but I'm just not willing to put myself out there because the current identity I have is I'm someone that's shy. Like I'm someone that's, I, you know, I'm a little antisocial. Um, I'm introverted. I'm a homebody. All these things I believe about myself, yeah, they're true, but they could also be what's keeping me stuck. You know what I mean? It, because I have this identity that I'm a homebody. I stay in the house. Like, I'm introverted. I don't go out and talk to people. Like, that same identity could be hurting me. So, this is why I'm in the midst of, like, wanting to completely transform my mindset. And I know this is not something that's going to happen overnight. And I'm okay with that. I'm okay with changing little by little every day. I'm fine with that. I expect that. However, I know that I can call on this mindset at any time. Like before I record this podcast, I tell myself, step into the version of you who has done a thousand episodes. Step into the version of you who has a podcast that's listened to worldwide. Like step into that version of you. You don't have to play small. You don't have to say, I'm a beginner. Let me do a beginner. No, like at this point, I think of myself as an expert. Like, I do this. I do this for a living. And that's how I operate with anything I do. Like, when it goes to my business, when it comes to my business, I try to call in that same mindset. Like, I might not be able to embody that version of me all the time, but the more I choose to call upon it, like, the more I'm like, hmm, I need the courage in this moment to do what I would do if I already had that million dollars. Like, 
I'm able to literally, I just imagine myself. How would I feel if I already had that million? How would I feel if my business already had like 30 clients? How would I feel if I was already having all the success that I imagined for myself? Like what kind of woman would I be? And obviously I wouldn't be a shy, timid, antisocial homebody. Like I would be outspoken. I would be a leader. I would be a voice. Like I would, you know what I mean? So these are the things that I try to remind myself when I'm stepping into certain spaces or when I'm about to do certain things. And it's the same thing for you too. Like whatever it is that you want to do, if you have not gotten off your ass to do it yet, maybe this version of you just isn't going to cut it. You know, maybe you need to imagine yourself already being the version of you that has cultivated the discipline, you know, that has cultivated the the consistency that you needed has already made those habits and routines. Like maybe you need to step into that person. And that helps me so much get a lot done. Okay. So that's the last thing I'm recommending to you is to just step into that version of you that you need to be to have and create the dream life that you want. All right, guys, that's it for today's episode. Let me just recap everything one more time. The first thing is Make sure that you're able to tell the difference between your ego and your spirit, okay? The part of you that feels the need to judge and the part of you that knows that we are all the same. There is no difference between you and I. The second thing is make sure you know the difference between being money-driven versus being purpose-driven, okay? Because when you're driven by your purpose, doors open up for you that you wouldn't have even thought of, okay? And you're able to live a joyful life while creating the life that you ultimately imagine in your mind, okay? The third thing is become comfortable with failing. Be okay with failure. Take it as a lesson or a blessing. The fourth thing is remember how much power your beliefs have, okay? And if you want to start somewhere, start with your thoughts because your thoughts create your beliefs, okay? Beliefs are just thoughts that you think over and over and over until you start to see them as facts, okay? So change the beliefs to change your life. Trust me, that's the number one thing I would say. If you don't take anything from this episode, take that. And the final thing is make sure that you are making decisions from the point of view of the person that you need to be in order to live the life that you want to live, okay? If you are asking for a life filled with millions, filled with love, filled with joy, Make sure that the woman who you are right now has the capacity to hold on to all of those things, okay? And to create those things, to bring those things, to attract those things into your life, okay? Because you are always going to attract what you are a vibrational match to. So you have to level up if you want your life to get better, okay? That's it for today's episode. I hope you bloomed today because I know I did. Again, if you're interested in joining my seven-day challenge, we are going to be working on your identity and in seven days, you will have all the tools you need to literally be able to change your life around. So join me on Instagram. That's all I have for today. Bye.